What's up, everybody? Eric Kaiser, my spiritual awakening. It's been a minute. I want to thank the 50 people who listened to my last one. But I think this one should be listened to by 50,000. Um, and I've learned a lot in the awakening process. Especially about relationships when kids are involved and things like that. Um, you know, me and my wife are not together anymore. And I want people to understand that if you would have asked me when I lived in Florida, yeah, I do exactly why that why I didn't want to be there and this and that. But what I want to explain to people now is from what I know from the awakening process now, any relationship is savable if you have two willing parties to save it. And you know, you know, you know the process, you know what's going on. So me and my wife had a rough relationship. For six years it was just chaotic and don't get me wrong for those six years I thought I was I was right right just because I married younger she didn't work she didn't want to do her part at home she stared at a cell phone a lot she did everything that every other 20 something year old girl was doing right I just didn't want to stop and see it that way at the time I want to see it as the man and you know um the guy who was doing all the work and you know i want the reminder of that all the time and you know i went on feeling like i wasn't appreciated which certain things happen in a marriage of catching her talking to people behind my back and not knowing if she ever cheated on me and things like that so i went through the relationship with a lot of unanswered questions that i should have sat the fuck down with her you know I think that's where we screw up a lot is we're afraid to sit down with the people who we're supposed to love the most and get very vulnerable and get inside each other and just look at each other's fucking eyes and just really either fix it or let it go, right? Now, I look at it today and I go, holy shit, like... I'm accountable as hell. I totally destroyed that fucking relationship. Regardless of what she did and her downfalls and her shortcomings, I fucking destroyed that relationship, right? Because I could have I could have decided not to argue. I could have decided not to point the finger back. I could have decided just to clean up the damn mess myself. I could have decided to lead by example, right? And I'm telling this story because men... We need to start being fucking men again, right? We need to start being accountable. If you pick her and you put a ring on it and you marry her, you better marry the person for who they are. Because if you don't, then yeah, of course you're going to have a shitty relationship. And regardless of what chaos happens or who does what and who looks good and who looks bad. And, you know, I can write a book about my relationship with my wife. And there was a point in time that six short months ago, I would have told you she was a narcissist or maybe even a fucking sociopath for the things that I've seen. And don't get me wrong, understand life. I was paying back my karma, right? We all have a soul contract. We're all here for a fucking reason. We all know why we're here. Every person that comes into your life, you put them there. And 
I put my wife in my life to wake me the fuck up, right? To show me the shit that I did to other people and show me how it felt. So that way, I could become the best version of myself. Because if not, I could have just kept going through life like my, like my dad, who's, you know, creeping up on 80 years old, still living the same life he did in his 40s, and haven't learned his lessons, right? So I'm telling my story because if you have kids, and that was a biggie with me, you know, I thought in my head that my wife would mature with age and things would just change, right? Understand people, you can't change other people. The only person that can change them is themselves. And if they don't want to change, they're not going to change. Hold on, I got to look at the map and see where I'm at before I get lost. All right, if I'm at 19, if I go left, I go back to 14. All right, we're going this way. So anyway, you, you cannot change people. If you're waiting for them to change, don't wait for anybody to change. Um, you literally, if you want things to change, you got to sit down and get to know each other on a very, very personal level. And I don't care if you married the person you're with. If you haven't spent a lot of time like really getting within with each other, then you probably don't even know the person you married. I know that sounds crazy, but... It happens, like me and my wife, with all the chaoticness. I lived in my head so much. Like I just, I was stuck there, you know? Instead of being happy inside my brain, I was always fucking miserable. You know, thinking about why me? Why does my life have to be this way? Why, 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 why? Because my thoughts got me to that why, right? I didn't have self-love when I met my wife. So my thoughts kept me grounded in that situation. And it was never going to get better because I never looked in the mirror and asked myself the important questions, right? I didn't look in the mirror and decide to become the best man I could be. And instead of arguing with my wife, grab a hold of her, tell her I loved her, and really fucking just made her feel very appreciated. And let's let's keep this in mind, gentlemen. Women... They're fucking God. Think about this. They create life. People are getting on their knees and praying, right? We have women right in front of us that create life. Yeah, we help, right? But really think about that. A human being, look at your kids and then look at your wife and then realize like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I can be accountable today, even though throughout the marriage, I thought I was the rightest person in the world, right? I even got to the point where I kept videos and this and that and this because I was so afraid of, you know, because so much shit was talked back and forth about, I'll take kids, I'll do this, I'll do that, that I thought I had to be protected, right? So I had to protect myself at all fucking times. And the reason why I'm telling this story is because the ending of it is crucial because I want other people to behave the way I do because it's very, very important. You know, none of our kids decide to come to this world, right? And just like I have a story, you have a story, your neighbor has a story, 
you know, some people got raised by the best parents. Some people got raised by the worst parents. Some people had mediocre parents, whatever. Like I said, we all have a story. But there's one thing for goddamn sure is our kids didn't ask to be put here. So if you decide to have children, then I think it's time that you decide to be the best damn version of yourself and protect your children at all costs. And how do you do that, right? Well, look at the things that you can choose to put in your body in this day and age. Processed foods out the ass. We know they cause cancer. We know they kill we kill people. I mean, sugar, I'm guilty of it. I'm trying to cut it out of my kids' lives. It's so damn hard, but I'm, I'm trying, you know. Um, I'm going to keep on trying. You know, I'm going to just try to get to home-cooked meals, fruits, vegetables, all the good stuff that honestly gives us energy. The rest of the shit's not but chemicals. But, um, you know, alcohol, guys, such a biggie. Like, why do we all feel the need that we have to link alcohol to fun? I drank for two decades of my life. And I can promise you, if you're listening to this and you're younger than 30 and you're out there partying, that you're not going to remember shit. <laughs> like, honestly, like, um, my... My, my my biggest regrets are just really throwing so much of my life into a bottle thinking that that's what fun was. Where I should have been worried about being successful and, you know, that way I didn't have to work and I could hang out with my kids and not do nothing, right? Like how I do now. You know, I work, but if anybody follows me on Facebook, I spend a lot of time with my kids. I'm my kids 50% of the time. And how did I make that work, Right. How did I come out of my marriage and keep it so civil that I have my kids 50% of the time and things are going pretty well right now, right? Well, I give a lot of the credit to the awakening process, to waking up to what's important in this world, right? Clothes aren't important, watches aren't important, cars aren't important, houses aren't important. Living, breathing things are important. The way we treat each other are important. Our thoughts are important, right? So let's take take my, my ex, for instance. She wasn't very nice to me even when we got back to Georgia. You know, I was, I was homeless. Just came back. I gave it all up, you know? Gave her exactly what she wanted. Like, how, how can you be mad at me? I'm giving you what you want. I'm going through an awakening. Sorry that... Things have changed in our lives, but I want a different lifestyle. You know, I don't want to argue. I don't want to be mad. I don't want to have a story anymore, right? I want to forget my story. I want to start over. So that's where I was. You know, and there was times I was living in that motel that she wasn't very happy with certain things because I couldn't take the kids at certain times. And she would say mean shit to me and just, you know, hurt my feelings. But it was what it was, right? I didn't get mad at her because I knew deep down inside that I wanted to experience that, right? I put her in my life. I understood that I was creating all of it, and that's where everybody has to get, right? You can't get mad at people, you know? It's not even worth your time getting mad at people, right? So I knew when I got back, when 
she would say she was going to work. She wasn't. Or, you know, I had to take the kids for this reason, that reason. I'm awake. I could feel it. I could feel bullshit. I could feel lies. And I knew. And, you know, as much as I would try to subtly say to her, like, you don't have to lie to me. She would still tell me lies and still tell me lies. And I just let it roll off to the point where I knew that she was already dating somebody. I knew. She didn't have to tell me. Nobody had to tell me. I knew. I knew for a while. <laughs> she still won't be honest with me exactly how long, but I know. You know what I mean? So this is where I'm getting at. And this is where everybody has to get to, especially if you have kids. You chose a person you had kids with, right? And I really want to tell this story because I have exes that keep my kids from speaking to me. And honestly, even when I drank, I wasn't a bad guy to my kids. I, I, I didn't really drink in front of my son but one time during a birthday party and my daughter yeah I would drink beer here and there but you know my daughter saw the chaos in my marriage and I can't really blame my ex Nicole for that one because you know me and Carla just you know just shit was fucking bad <laughs> I'm not going to even get back into it but it's just simple right I could I could let my let my life run on ego and I could have came back and you know we all know how divorces work right you're not allowed to go start dating somebody you're not allowed to have your children sleeping over their house you're not allowed to do that stuff and I know that but my ex just kind of cut from a different cloth but it's also the way it was supposed to work out like she was supposed to meet me because she was cut from a different kind of cloth. And if I was a normal guy, then unfortunately, with the mentality I've seen out of my ex, she, you know, she would do something bad to herself if I was that type of guy, you know. But I decided to look at it as I'm no fucking better than her, right? I remember myself at 30. Fucking stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I thought I, I thought I knew it all. I didn't know anything. And you know, she's just the same way right now. So what I did was I accepted it. And I said that I just wanted to meet her boyfriend. And he came over and I shook his hand like a man and, you know, made it very clear if any crazy shit ever happened, here's my business card, call me. Right? And now me and my ex get along very well. And... We're sharing custody with our kids, and I know I'm doing a good job, you know? I love when my kids are around. Is it hard work? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could write a book about it, you know? You know, I uh, reach out to other spiritual people about, you know, how they raise their kids, because there are times where I have to raise my voice, and I have to yell, and I have to get the attention of my son who's three now you know and we have a one-year-old too and you know he's he's kind of rough he's you know he's kind of very mouthy and I don't blame him right it's because of what he's seen it's because all the arguing and shit so I don't blame him so I just work with him but back to the point of the story is how did I do that right that's probably hard for a lot of people to comprehend because I have friends who are having a hard time comprehending it. It's simple. I don't have an ego. So 
I don't care about things like that, right? I look at life for what it is. Life is an experience. And everything that happens to you, you were meant to experience it. Now, some of us experience certain things to get ourselves to the point of awakening and becoming very aware and knowing that there's a lot more to life than what meets the eye. And uh, that's where I'm at, right? And I hope to be able to work one-on-one with couples and get them to the point of being like this because... I would not want to be like the rest of the world going through divorce court right now, dragging my kids through it, and just leaving a bigger trail of chaos, right? That's what people like Gary Vanderchuk mean about loving even the bullshit, right? You have to love even even the shit. You do. It's a part of your process, right? And the sooner that you love it and really accept it, the better off everybody is, right? The better off everybody around you is, the happier people will be. And that's just how you keep it moving. You know? When it's time for me and Carla to go sign the papers and make it official and end it, we're going to do it. So now that I'm back home, sitting in my sunroom, staring out in the wilderness, I guess I can wrap up this podcast and just, I want to give people hope, you know, hope for better days. Hope that more people, even after the relationships are done, that you still love each other, especially people with children, you know. I have a lot of exes in this world, and I love each and every one of them now that I understand that they were all part of my life for a lesson, and I didn't really realize that back in the day. You know, I was the type of dude that you hurt me, I was hurting you back. I would bang five of your friends and make sure you knew about it, because I ran on an ego, and if you want a better life... If you want a more enjoyable life, I should say, if you're following along, you really have to dissolve your ego. And if you need help figuring out what the hell that means, email me at Eric New You, just you, guru at gmail.com. Free of charge. I'll talk to you about it. You know, because. There's so many people who go through divorces and hate each other and just... I watched my parents do it for years. Why do we do that? How, how are you going to make somebody a part of your life and then just because it didn't work out, hate them? That's silly. We should never hate anybody. We should take the lesson. We should appreciate the lesson. And we should get on with it, right? And if you have kids, you should get on it as teammates. Like I told my ex, I'm far from done. 
even though everything in awakening tells you not to worry about money, not to worry about success, not to worry about this, not to worry about that. I'm far from done. I started this podcast off, podcast off by talking about making $100 million. And I'm going to try to make $100 million. Because that way, and unfortunately in the society we live in, don't get me wrong, I'm going to help a lot of people. A lot of people. But I'm going to reach back and pick my ex up, you know? If I got to pick up her new boyfriend, which it turns into her husband, and pick up whoever, I don't care. Because I'm sick of our society living in a day of hate. Everybody hates everything, right? And that's not getting us anywhere. We need to make changes, people. We need to try things different ways. And... Once you get rid of that pesky ego, things get a lot easier. Start looking at your ego as the devil, as Satan, right? If you're raised on religion, you believe in the devil, you believe in Satan, right? I believe it's your ego. I know damn well every dumb thing I ever did in my life, it was ran by my ego. I was trying to be cool. I was trying to fit in. I was trying to impress. I thought it was the, the right thing to do at the time to, to create the version of me that I wanted to be. Stupid shit. <laughs> I hope everybody has a blessed Sunday. I got to go food shopping and get on my day. But, um, you know, there's always a better way, people. Always look at everything in your life, even the bad, find the good in it and pull it out and uh, appreciate it. Love y'all. Peace.